Cheese really likes to keep stealing the spotlight in the dairy complex. We had a massive sell-off on prices this week, though cheese isn't the only market that melted down. My entire screen is red today from butter to class three. We've got Lucas on as usual to share some key data points from the week for us, but Lucas, what the heck is going on? Let's tell the people why the entire complex is experiencing this drastic move lower. Well, Alyssa, I feel like we have been alluding and warning about this happening for weeks now, and we are finally seeing the complex react to what we've been cautioning our bearish fundamentals in recent weeks. Certainly, I think cheese will steal the headlines after several weeks of high prices throughout September and October. After the dip in August, we're finally seeing that, I guess, meltdown, you could even call it. We're below $2 per pound on both blocks and barrels again. It was the largest single-day barrel decline today as we speak on Friday, November 13th, maybe an ominous day for prices overall. The second largest weekly barrel average decline on record and the third largest block cheese weekly average decline on record. I think a few things happening, Uh, the food box demand, certainly nothing like we've seen over recent weeks, this round smaller than any other round that we've seen so far in the program. And with fewer boxes invoiced than expected in the prior round, I think some vendors have product left over. So a combination of a smaller round overall and vendors with cheese already has led to not a lot of purchasing from this round. Then when coupled with strong production and a growing milk supply, cheese prices were far too high to be sustainable and are moving back towards long-term average levels. Just how high they decline will be interesting to see, but high ground is certainly bearish moving into the next several weeks and into 2021. You mentioned the entire complex. I think butter will struggle throughout the end of the year. As we've stated in Chicago, we have a stay at home order again, and people are kind of trying to figure out what holidays will even look like this year. Probably fewer families gathered or maybe smaller gatherings overall, certainly not positive for demand across the complex. It's another volatile week and a bit challenging to see some of this red overall, but certainly not unexpected in recent weeks. And of course, the sell-off deepened after we finalized our forecast figure. So it's been a nice stressful week for the dream team here that puts all that together. Anything else to take away from this week's market behavior? Yeah, I think the only other thing to know, Alyssa, is our monthly forecast will be published today, usually, of course, around the 15th of the month. So a few days early with the way the calendar lies this November. But if you're not a subscriber, certainly feel free to reach out and get our most recent price updates and price forecasts for all of the key commodities. I think we'll have some interesting changes and outlook on cheese and nonfat, especially this month versus our outlook a few weeks ago. 
Yes, indeed. And into next week, we have another November Global Dairy Trade event, the last one for the month, of course. And there's a little guidance being provided as Fonterra left offer volumes primarily unchanged again. Um, you know, I think the main thing to glean from the data is that over the next five upcoming auctions, the amount of product on offer is well below prior year on everything except whole milk powder. That's really due to the fact that Fonterra continues to focus on satiating Chinese demand. Strong powder demand from China should be sustained given their extremely high domestic milk prices. When you convert their domestic raw milk price to U.S. dollar values, it's about a $27 milk price per hundred weight that we would see in the U.S. That's extremely high. The real question mark, though, is around the rest of the world as we continue to see logistical constraints and economic uncertainty. Certainly no shortage of things going on around the world. I am personally looking forward to the next U.S. milk production report that we get next week. So I'm sure that will give us lots to discuss a week from today on the next episode of this podcast. Looking at our most recent forecasts, I think easily greater than 2% year-over-year growth coming up through the end of the year and strong growth into the spring flush as well. Certainly a little bit bearish for prices as we move forward into the new year coming up, I think, just seven short weeks from today. Thanks for listening as always. It's always fun to catch up with you, Alyssa. Yep. We'll finish up our forecast prices. And as always, feel free to reach out to us here at High Ground with any questions. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. (music) 